Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. All right. All right. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. It is Monday. Some of us, uh, you know, some of us woke up on a beach this morning and others, uh, you know, woke up in a bed. So, you know, you figure that out on this show. Um, but it's, it's good to hang out with y'all. I'm excited for this episode. And, and, for, and for me, it's kind of a, you know, and, and Jared and I are going to talk about this. Um, but, you know, networking is just kind of this long game, right? And and for those of you who are tuned in, say, hey, I, I know it's going to take a second to hit the airwaves. But uh, I'll start it with this story, who's ever here. Um, but basically, uh, I popped into a clubhouse room back in 2000. 20 um during covid and uh, i was like what is this clubhouse thing and this guy named Jarrett was moderating i was like man this guy gets it he's got a great voice Jarrett, you do have a great radio voice man and uh he he was just he was just doing a great job moderating and i was like i was like man this guy this guy gets it and you know oh oh, i I was pretty heavy on clubhouse for about six months and popping into Jarrett's and, and connected with him and lo and behold three years later we finally met at Render ATL this past year, um, and it's it, it's so awesome to to meet guys and gals I've been following virtually in person. So, Jared, thanks again for coming on the show, man. And, and for those of you who uh, uh, who are tuning in, um, it's going to be a good one. So, keep saying hey. We'd love to hear from you again. Two reasons why I want people to say hey. First off, is the networking platform. I've realized that at the end of the day, this is what this is. You show up for thirty minutes every single day. You say hey on the comments, and then people network with you off the comments. Um, I usually encourage people if, if I were you and I sucked at networking and I wanted a way to network, I would literally just network with everybody on the, on this show. I'd hop on over to unicorn finders, my other podcast and I network with every single founder I have on the show. And then if you've been doing that for the last three years, you're going to have a pretty expansive network. So, um, and then second off, ask questions. Jared is a host. Uh, he is, he is a host of a podcast and he's just a wealth of knowledge. I was going to say a host of knowledge, but that wasn't it. A wealth of knowledge. So ask him questions. Um, and then finally, I want to give a shout out to the official coffee sponsor of the show, that conference. I just keynoted last week, but they do have their own coffee beans. It's the only tech conference I know that has their own coffee beans. Um, so shout out that conference if you want some beans. I'm actually drinking it right now. Highly recommend it. GC2, use the code. Uh, otherwise, attend the conference in Austin in January. Three keynotes are going to be Shonda Pearson from Netflix in Atlanta, Kelly Vaughn from Atlanta, and then our, our guy, Danny Thompson from Dallas. They're going to be all keynoted in Austin. So it's going to be great. Want to give a shout out to people, Dev. It's good to see you, Dev. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the cute cup. Appreciate that. Meme team, what's going on? Wendy, Ricardo, Mark. It was great to see you last week at that conference, man. Kevin, John, Christina, Jordan, Wendy from Minnesota, Matthew, Richie. It's good to see you, Scott, Will, Wendy. Yes, all the coffee, Dinesh. It's great to see you. So we got the crew out today again. Keep saying hey. But all that being said, enough of me running my mouth, Jarrett. Let's give the people what they want and why they're here. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll go from there. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thank you for being here. My name is Jared Albright, and I've been in tech since uh, 2006. Started my career off at IBM uh, as an enterprise software sales executive, and particularly to software sales specialist. And uh, started off at 23 years old, moved to New York City. Uh, you know, long story that I won't get into, but was lucky enough to get an enterprise sales role straight out of college. Uh, skip the steps of like SDR and SMB and all of that. And I took advantage of the opportunity, was president's club multiple years and uh, jumped to a SaaS startup because they're offering way more money and equity and uh, basically had, you know, 15 plus year career in enterprise software sales, sold over $40 million in deals and uh, was no personal brand, no social media following was just. So you did all the- that. You did all that before you had a brand. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, people people were surprised because I I just turned 40, um, you know, on Thursday. So uh, I've you know had a long career. I lived a life. And that's why I think I did really well on Clubhouse. So um, I had no personal brand, but a lot of experience in tech sales. And I popped on the stage one day, had 80 followers, started sharing about tech sales and how to network your way into tech and really emphasizing non-tech tech roles uh, because everybody, and especially in my community, the black community thought of tech as this very overwhelming, complicated, yeah. complex coding and AI and data scientists and all this kind of stuff where there's so many other roles besides that. So I just talked authentically from that place, wasn't thinking I was going to have a big following and it just turned from 80 followers to 30,000 in like two months. And so I decided, you know what, let me see if I can focus on this and what I can come, what can come from it. And uh, my whole brand, my whole motivation is increasing diversity in tech, not only just with African-Americans, but all races, women, LGBTQ, um, the accessibility community and, uh, so for about two years, I consistently hosted clubhouse rooms around resumes, LinkedIn's, and my big room where I met Taylor is uh, CH Tech CH Tech Careers Recruiter Spotlight. That's what I would, it was. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, I would throw like 30, 40 recruiters on stage, um, and people from diverse communities would shoot their shot. So people that were like getting no interviews over the course of three to six months were getting like three interviews off of one clubhouse intro. So we helped over about 200 people get jobs in tech through that room. And it just ballooned into, you know, me hosting spaces for Afrotech and speaking at a bunch of different conferences. And now I am uh, have a podcast called Big Tech Energy, uh, where I talk to six, seven, six, seven, eight figure earners in tech about their mindset, how they got there and, you know, the resources that you can do use to get there. So that's kind of like my somewhat quick little elevator pitch. I love that. I love that, man. Well, happy birthday, dude. Happy birthday. Um, so, uh, so Jared, so I want to go and dive in again. If you have any questions for Jared, please ask, especially around, cause we're going to dive into, you know, the, the job search and, and networking and, and conferences. So, you know, Jared, I want to ask you, there's so many places to start. First off, let's talk about your recent job search. Um, uh, how did it go? Thoughts, um, comments, um, just things maybe you want to share, maybe some tips that you implemented that was successful. Um, yeah. If you want to share that. Yeah, no, the job search was, um, I just credit my networking ultimately. So I actually found the job that I'm working at through render where okay. I, yeah, where I ran into Taylor. Okay. So that weighs into something that I feel is important to talk about, which is the importance of tech events, tech networking events, tech conferences, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I met video bot, um, 
while attending a TikTok small business um, like happy hour mixer panel. And they said, any small businesses come on in the front of the room and share, you know, about your small business. So I have this site called blackhire.com. I popped on stage, talked about it. Cause I'm like, shoot, this is free promotion. Cool. And the guy, uh, the, the rep from VideoBot came up to me. It's like, hey, how much traffic do you get on blackhire.com? We got this app called, we have this product called VideoBot, uh, basically a combination of short form content and chat bot. And he showed it to me. It was super easy to present on the cell phone. It made complete sense. And I'm just like, I'm not interested in using it, but I'm interested in working there. And um, so okay. through that, he was just like, look, if you can bring a deal to the CEO, as a show that your network, which is obviously impressive, can actually turn into you know meetings that can turn into deals. Uh, right. That fast track you to getting a job. And so I brought him somebody in my network. Um, the meeting went really well. Uh, it could be one of their biggest deals in company no history. Pretty dope. And uh, from there, it was just pretty much like next couple of days, CEO, COO, uh, co-founder, got on calls and got it. But um, I would say, you know, just that that personal touch. Uh, yeah. I didn't apply on Indeed. I didn't apply on LinkedIn. I didn't do yeah. any of that. It was just really just putting myself out there. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, you know, with going through my recent job search as well, I mean, it, you are the sum of your community. And, and I truly believe that. And, and I think showing up to, you know, events like this in the morning, you know, attending clubhouse sessions with Jarrett, getting to know people. I mean, it takes time, right? I mean, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And and I feel like if if you can be focused on just meeting the right people and and just continually showing up, I think that's ninety percent of the problem right there. Just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Um, and 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 you'll be you'll be good. Um, and Jarrett, so I, I wanna I wanna kind of talk about branding content. I know I know the audience. And then Brian, Brian I actually I let's know. get the let's get the Brian's questions real quick. What do you think about a developer transitioning to sales or something similar? No, I think anybody can tra transfer over to sales because everybody has the skill. You just might not realize it. You're selling yourself every day, but I want people to get out of their mindset of sales is convincing people to do things. Sales yeah. is the art of asking questions to understand the problems and then figuring out how can you subscribe the solution to the problem to get them a return on their investment and help them achieve, you know, um, a better product, a better sales experience, uh, better compliance, whatever it is that that, you know, uh, ideal customer profile pain they're feeling and that unique way that your product actually helps them get to that next level. That's how you should think about it. So developer, I would definitely go after products that, you know, development teams buy or yeah. that help developers, um, you know, with their, um, you know, cycles with their uh, ability to execute, et cetera, because you're a subject matter expert in that field already. And so mm -hmm. you'll have a leg up on people like myself that have never developed anything before. Yeah. And um, from there, it's just about um, just having a, a serious interest in the product. And then lastly, I would say is um, it is competitive to get into tech sales, but if you can go after a series A, series B, series C startup, um, you're not going to deal with as much competition as you would yeah. with the Microsofts and the Amazons and the Googles. And if you really just let the founder know how much you really um, resonate with the mission and you just want to ring the bell with them on the NASDAQ, you know, 
three years later, five years later, and you want to have impact and to the culture and really get into the heartstrings of it. That's the way you break tech a little easier if you have no experience. And I think that's so good. I mean, and Jared, I've been passionate about this for a while about, you don't always have to be be a developer, get in tech. Right. I mean, I'm a recruiter matchmaker, I guess you could say. Right. And I've been in tech for a long time. Right. You're in sales. uh, Right. I just feel like there's a lot of people like I got to be a developer. I got to be a developer. And it's like there's business analysts, data analysts. There's there's customer support. There's sales engineers like there's so many ways to stay in the tech ecosystem than just being a developer. So if you find yourself for those of you watch this now in the future, if you find yourself really struggling to to find a job as a developer like there, there's a lot of other ways to get into tech, but you need to Google that. Um, but one of the ways, uh, one of the few ways, obviously, we just listed. Um, so, Jared, I want to talk about you know branding, networking, um, especially when it comes to sales. You know, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of following, but don't have a lot of community. And so, can you talk about the power of community? I mean, you know, it, it takes you know as somebody who's run a podcast for three years, and 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 you run a podcast, and obviously, you know, our mutual friend Cyrus has a podcast, right? I mean, we we all have you know these followings of different magnitudes. Talk about the importance of community. That's just not always about followers. I think there's a lot of people that are sitting on the sideline right now. They're like, well, I want to start something, but like, I don't have this follower account. So can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really about number one, figuring out your purpose. Um, so like yeah. my purpose is very straightforward. Yours is straightforward. So is Cyrus's. Like my purpose is increasing diversity in tech and making people that feel disempowered about tech and their ability to thrive in it feel more empowered. And so because I have that singular focus, it doesn't matter if I have 50 people on a phone or 500 or one person in front of me. If I'm really focused on that goal, then it's going to resonate. Um, it's also about understanding where you're community is and how you can help them get to where they want to go. Um, so I build a lot of community because I don't focus just on myself. I like to highlight a tailor who can talk about recruiting and what recruiters want. I can focus on Cyrus who can talk about sales engineering. I can talk about sales. I'll talk about software engineering for somebody else. But it's really about me understanding that my community might not just want to hear about sales. They may want to hear about a diverse uh, offering of opportunities within tech and then highlighting other people. And so highlighting other people creates collaboration, creates doors opening in different ways. I'm on Cyrus's podcast, Taylor's, you know, I'm on Taylor's uh, live. They can be on mine and that way they can build community as well because they offer something different and, um, you know, they do it different. And it's like, we can all collaborate and build our communities together. So I guess just to keep the answer short, uh, the biggest thing is one, really focus on where's your audience, who are you trying to help and how can you help them and really just be invested in helping them, not getting followers or making money, but how can you help the most people? And then collaborating with others that can uh, help your community and then also add value to other people's communities, which in turn we grow each other's communities. And that's what Clubhouse was. Yeah. Just pulling up people that I saw had really dope titles and saying, hey, you've never spoken on the stage before, but I would love for you to speak about how you got to where you were. They figured out, oh, wow, this is great. And yeah. they got a bunch of followers. And now they've got podcasts and they're doing speaking engagements and they would have awesome. never thought about doing it if I didn't just pull them up and recognize them. Do you think every, I mean, what are your thoughts on 
moving forward and, and, and I didn't expect to go this way, but we're kind of going more on the branding marketing sales side, which is still very applicable. I think to a lot of people who watch this and, and, and moving forward, what do you think everybody needs a podcast? Does everybody need a newsletter? Like it's kind of the chicken before the egg question for me. I feel like I asked this to a lot of people just to see their responses. I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I'm kind of curious where, where, where you think, you know, branding and content is headed in the future. I think it's just about the timing that it is in your life, I guess. Um, and what's the motivation? Cause I'm actually at a podcast summit in Miami. So I've been just like learning from way bigger podcasters about um, the ups and downs of it and how they got to where they are. And ultimately you just have to understand like, what is the goal? It's the goal to become famous. Is the goal to become rich? Is the goal to help people? Is the goal to increase your network, to create yeah. business opportunities? So I think there has to be an intentionality and a purpose behind it before everybody just does it. But if there is some sort of way you can move the needle in a part of your life that you really care about, then focus on that and reverse engineer how you put out content, what kind of content you put out, who you have on your show, et cetera, to make sure that the goal is hit. Just doing the podcast just to do the podcast, I don't think really makes sense. Right. And, um, I also say, though, if you if you have just a high level idea of what you want to do, just know your first season is going to be where you figure it out. So don't overthink it like, oh, my God, I need the perfect name. I need the perfect, you know, yeah, right. just do it yeah. and find out what your audience, who your audience is, what they resonate with, what you even talk about. Because we, I might think like I'm going to talk about this and I constantly start talking about something else. It's like, yeah. all right, the podcast is going to be this. Maybe it can be that. Yep. But um there just has to be a goal in mind, in my opinion. And if it's just to like add value to people and help people, I think ultimately you're going to succeed more because people can feel the authenticity of yeah. it when you actually care, um, which is why I think I, I blew up on Clubhouse because I already was making money. I've already made money and I wasn't like about money. I was really just like, how can I help as many people uh, in my community get to where I'm at? And if you have that energy, people will feel it. You know, I'm curious. I, I love people's OG stories. Where, where does, um, cause I have mine, where, where does your passion to helping people come from? Um, I would just like, say an event, how you were raised, like first, like what, what, is there anything that you can kind of pinpoint it to? Yeah, I would say like how I was raised. Um, my parents both grew up in like very tough socioeconomic situations. Um, also very racist Arkansas, Little Rock environment um, in the 50s, 60s. So they really had everything stacked against them. And they were able to be successful. Uh, my dad became an OBGYN. My mom became a speech therapist. But my aunts and uncles weren't as successful at all. Um, you know, early pregnancies, drugs, yeah. gangs, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like my family is like a Tyler Perry movie of just like tragedy and crazy stuff right yeah. it's well because i would go back to arkansas every summer and go from my like gated community to like you know very tough banging in little rock positions yeah. uh, situations but i loved and i cared about my cousins i didn't feel like i was better than them or whatever the case was and thankfully they didn't think i was anything you know different about me right. <clears throat> um, i always recognized my privilege and I always wanted to help them. And just through that energy, it just came into helping others. So that's kind of like my origin story of why I'm always thinking about, you know, taking my blessings and making sure others can benefit from it. 
I love that. Um, I'm kind of curious. Let's talk real quick about this podcast. Have you learned anything else from this podcast seminar at all? That's kind of interesting. Man, a lot, honestly. Um, I mean, the biggest thing that I learned is how to, you know, get brands to give you a lot of money. Um, I don't know if that's relevant to this conversation. Yeah, sure. um, Why not? That was that was my objective. So, like, um, I didn't think about doing this. Number one, like your data is everything like um, do it put it out there, but then understand like, you know, when do most of your viewers view it is in the first days and the first 10 days, whatever the case is. Yeah. But the key is basically understanding your audience. So putting out surveys, uh, how much do you travel on uh, a monthly basis or on a year basis, and then give them different categories. You can say like, okay, 74 percent of my audience travels um, six times a year. Um, and they take that to travel companies and be like, Hey, you know, Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, market okay. your car service, market your hotels, market your flyer uh, program, market this product that helps them as they fly. So it's kind of like thinking beyond tech and yeah. you think your audience is going to want and just think about like, what are the things that they do on a regular basis? And, put that in front of brands and say, Hey, I can put you in front of this audience that doesn't have this and they need it. Like for instance, like how many of you use email marketing for like, if you're podcasting entrepreneurs, how many of you use email marketing and what kind of brands do you use? 70% don't use email marketing. Hey, this is an entrepreneurial audience, this demographic that, absolutely needs email marketing. We can incorporate into our show, put in the commercials and increase uh, visibility. So that was like the biggest thing to me. And then the other thing is just like um, not being too hard on yourself. A lot of these huge podcasters with millions of downloads and making seven figures, they all, you know, put out 50, 100, 200 episodes and got nowhere. And they're just like, hey, that's just part of process go with it but then implement some of these steps you know to to to, to make this a business more than um you know a hobby so yeah, I, maybe, I love that ultimately but that was a big thing to me mario armstrong broke down the branding part of it yeah um mm-hmm. i'll try to get you the recordings uh okay. I, I, cool. it's actually not fluffy at all like they really are getting into it they're That's sharing good. the real deal you know gems so it's been good That's awesome. Um, so talk about, um, you know, I, I want to go back to obviously community. Um, I, I think a lot of people struggle with networking, right? People struggle with like coming up to you and being like, Hey Jared, like, Hey man, I'm Taylor, like kind of going through that process. Like, do you have any tips and tricks? Because as people go out to conferences this year, meetups or stuff like that, do you have any t- tactical tips or tricks from a networking perspective that you can share? Yeah. So everybody's always asking, what do you do to figure out how you can help them? And so I like to be different. And I just like to say like, what are you working on and how can I support you? Oh, to kind of just change the energy of the conversation. Yeah. Cause I really want to learn more about them than tell them about me. Cause the more they tell me about them, the more I understand how my skill set or my network could be valuable to them, you oh, know? So, um, and, people don't get asked, how can I support you at these events very often? So mm-hmm. it's always a, wow, that's really dope. I appreciate you for asking that. Yeah. Well, I would love for you to do that. Da, 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 da. And so right. that's been my approach. 
And then once they're talking about themselves and I'm asking more probing questions to really not because I'm trying to sell them or manipulate, sure. but really because I'm interested. Like I want to know who I'm standing across from and how can I support you? Um, they are pretty apt to say, well, what are you working on? And how can I support you, man? Because I've been talking like, what do you got going on? Yeah, and that's where I can say, you know what? Well, they work in this industry and they're working on this. You can support me in this way uh, versus me saying that because I know it's actually closer to your wheelhouse and it's something that wouldn't be too difficult for you to do. And, and also I'm always thinking about how can we create win-wins at these conferences. Mm. I'm not trying to figure out like, how can I get stuff from people, but like, how can I give them a win, they get a win and then we both win. Um, and I'm also trying to figure out like, um, are there people that I would introduce to other people in my network? And if I did, would they bring value to them? And so I'm always just thinking about value at the end of the day, but not just value for myself, but what's the value I could bring to others um, and how can they probably be most valuable to me in exchange. Um, and then I would also say, like, uh, if you're asking for people's time, I personally like to offer something for their time proactively, especially if there's somebody with a ton of experience that get hit by a lot of different people. So my networking tip I say is like, if you're gonna reach out to people on LinkedIn and Taylor's a recruiter, I would first try to figure out what is Taylor recruiting for? Who do I know in my network that Taylor would actually be excited to talk to and be like, hey, Tyler, I have this person. I, they have 10 plus years in software engineering. I see that you have this role. Um, if you're still open to it, I would love to connect y'all. Yeah. Software yeah. plus years, software engineer is going to be happy because you're getting connected to a recruiter, Taylor. You're happy because you're helping. I'm helping you get to your goal faster. And yeah. it's a win, right? Win-win for my network. I love and that. Then, by the way, I saw this role for customer success um, on your company's website. Here's my resume. Here's my LinkedIn. Uh, I would love to be submitted for the role. If you need to have a conversation with me first to feel comfortable about submitting me, um, I'd love to take you on a virtual lunch or a virtual coffee. Um, what do you prefer? And he, it's like, oh, you're giving me two choices. I can either get coffee on a zoom or lunch on a zoom you know what say hey, that uber eats me chipotle i'll sit down with you for 30 minutes exactly and it's not that expensive for you but it could be life-changing you know so it could be life-changing in the sense that taylor puts you in front of a uh, hiring manager and says yo this jared guy's different he bought me chipotle like if he's if he can sell me the way he sold me, I think he can sell our clients or whatever the case is. So just standing out in that way, how can I support you? And if you're asking for time, can I buy you a coffee or a lunch, a virtual coffee or lunch? And, you know, don't go broke doing it, but be strategic and who you do that with. And that. you'll get a lot more responses than you you probably gotten before. I love that. Um, as we wrap up here again, it, it goes by really, really fast, kind of a rapid fire a little bit. <clears throat> what, um, what are you passionate right now, man? Uh, in tech, outside of tech, what are you reading up on? Um, any topics that you're passionate about right now that maybe you want to encourage others to check out? Yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about it much because we've had a lot of different things to talk about, but um, I'm definitely geeking over AI right now. Um, ChatGPT as your career coach is something that I've been recommending to folks in terms of learning different prompts to help.
optimize your resume, customize your LinkedIn, study for interview questions, do research, et cetera. So if you're not on ChatGPT or Google Bar, I definitely recommend you get into it and uh, learn the prompts. Uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram, uh, Dr. J, D-O-C-T-A-J. I'll send you some videos that I think are really dope if you want to like turn ChatGPT into a career coach. So that's been something I'm passionate about. Um, I have my tech careers community on this app called Entra, um, E-N-T-R-E. Um, I'll throw it. I, I wish I could throw it in the chat, but it's it's not uh, allowing me to throw it in the chat. But yeah. uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram again, D-O-C-T-A-J. Um, I post free roles, certifications, uh, conferences, etc. I was going to talk about this. Do you like Entra? I got on it, but then I was like trying to keep up with just a lot of different platforms. Do, do, are you getting value out of it? Like, should I should I look at it a little bit more? Honestly, bit I, if I were you, you got a big community on LinkedIn. I would create a community on Entra as a way to just like post resources, your podcast, different things. So check out my community. It's a feature that's new. It's been out for like maybe two or three months, but I think that feature helps you hone in on what it is that you want to get from Entra versus like before it's kind of like a feed of all kinds of stuff. Uh, but like the community feature for me, I've got over 3000 people in my community. Um, I'm, I, I like it a lot. Um, also like the live stream. I like the clubhouse style rooms, audio rooms yeah. you can do, but you can get on camera, you can sh screen share. So, you know, if I want to do a chat GPT room, I could screen share my laptop and actually show you the prompts that I'm doing them. Um, and then you actually get, you can get paid coins for doing it now that turn into cash. That's a very new feature as well. So yeah, um, yeah I, I like it. It's, it's definitely evolved from when I first started using it. So yeah, we can talk offline uh, about yeah. it and show you how I do it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that and you know, VideoBot, I'm super passionate, excited about VideoBot. I think it could become a, a multi-billion dollar, you know, IPO acquisition, whatever the case is. We're creating a new category. Everybody loves short form content. So integrating short form content that prompts people through a customer journey, customer support issue, or can highlight influencers on like a Pepsi site and say, hey, dudes, you know, check out the new Mountain Dew. There's so many different ways that VideoBot can be applicable. Yeah. Um, employee number 16, running enterprise sales North America, I just think sky's the limit in terms of the use cases. So I'm, you know, focused on just creating generational wealth helping yeah. people through free platforms like Entra and, uh, you know, doing the podcast because the podcast is just a way to document some of the people I think are freaking amazing and just share their minds with others so that they can be inspired and also have direction in terms of different areas in tech. So yeah, man, that's what I'm excited about. I love that. Um, last question. <clears throat> um, what because so the show's called Guidance Counselor 2.0 because we had guidance counselors in middle school, high school, and college, but now as adults, we don't really have a guidance counselor per se. What what would be your biggest piece of career advice to a younger Jarrett? Biggest piece of career advice. Um, I would say basically, um, number one, figure out uh what it is that you would be excited to do. Um okay. like Getting a job as a coder because you know it makes money, it sounds good, but when you're coding and you hate coding, you're going to be miserable. You'll be making a lot of money, but you're miserable. So like, just figure out like what it is that you 
enjoy doing before tech? How is it transferable to tech? Um, and then find that role and then just reverse engineer everything from there. And the last thing I would say is uh, tech conferences and referrals. So um, the whole clubhouse thing was built off of referrals and the fact that people get paid money to refer people into their companies in a lot of these companies. So to utilize referrals and relationships and the best way to get referrals and the fastest way is attending conferences like if i'm black young and trying to get into tech i'll go to afro tech i'll yep, go to regular yep. atl i would go to you know black men in tech if you're a black man i'll go to black uh baddie con or uh if i'm a black woman so it's just like be in places where it's a bunch of like-minded people that are doing things network laterally not just vertically and um offer value, figure out how you can help people win, and then work these career expos. Um, and you'll have way more traction because if somebody gets paid $5,000 or $3,000 for getting you hired, they're going to put you in front of the hiring manager. The hiring manager now sees your resume with the asterisk next to it that says referral, and you skip the applicant tracking system. So you, you skip a bunch of steps and you got preferred, yep. uh, you know, a preferred look in the pipeline. So referrals, uh, conferences and lead with value and find something you can have fun with so that the interview feels exciting and the job can be as close to as exciting as a job can be. So yeah, that's there my you There you go. That's awesome. Well, Jared, thanks again for hanging out with me today. Uh, stay on real quick so I can body you afterwards, but y'all thank you again for hanging out with us today. Jared, where, where's the best place for people to connect with you? Yeah, so obviously you can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, but um, Instagram, uh, D-O-C-T-A-J. Um, love for you guys to connect with me on Instagram and um, shoot me a DM if you came in from this and I'll shoot you some free resources, no funnel, uh, and I have a free ebook and all kinds of jazz. So, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, Jerry, thanks again, y'all. Thanks again. Tomorrow morning, Seth Alexander is joining me. He's, a, he's in Nashville. He just got – he recently, recently went through a job search. And uh, now he's a head of engineering um, at a healthcare tech company. So we're going to dive in his job search tomorrow um, on how to build high-performing engineering teams. So y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode. And I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes. And I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me at TDeson on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.